Good morning and welcome to another cup of Kalfi. My name is Kalfi and I will be your host in today's podcast. We will be talking about living a gentle life, what I think it means to live a gentle life and the outcome of remaining in this type of lifestyle and some solutions to maybe why you should probably stop living your life so gently. (laughs) I'll go through all of that in today's podcast and probably more, but first let's thank today's sponsor for sponsoring today podcast. Okay, so I wanted to define what I thought it meant to be living a gentle life because I think for a very long time I was in that boat. I was living a gentle life, which to me, living a gentle life means that you are living your life to appease other people's own existence. Um, Basically trying not to cause ruckus, to cause discomfort, and to kind of keep the peace. Um, A lot of my childhood, um, after the age of 12, after my dad passed away, and it was just me, my mom, and my four younger siblings, I was a peace maintainer. I was very um, people-pleasing in order to keep the peace. I am more than aware that my mom was going through a very hard time losing her husband, Throughout that whole situation, I really shrunk myself in order not to disturb or I guess more like allow my mom to heal. And um, because of that, I did lose a lot in my opinion, in my personal experience, even though she may not feel the same way. I felt like I lost a lot of my childhood, my my teenagerdom, I guess you can say. I was home all the time helping raise the kids. I really didn't have any friends in high school after moving, not moving, but I got transferred into a magnet school, which is like super uh, hard <laughs> college prep school, which, which was fun. I'm academic, definitely. I, I love learning, but um, they, the people that went to my high school, they basically kind of grew up together. So they were all in the same middle school, same elementary school, going to the same high school, all their groups and cliques kind of already formed. And here I am this random stranger. And I don't know, I just couldn't vibe with people regardless. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, I really just kept the peace. Um, I tried, I felt like I had to do a lot of things in order to get anything, that I really wanted. Um, and then I would just be petrified to ask for anything. Cause I didn't want to disturb her peace. She, if she was chill, if, and I wanted to go and go to the movies with a friend, I would probably like disturb her peace. And, um, I just didn't want to agitate anything. And then even in like my romantic relationships, I definitely see these themes repeat themselves as well with dating men who just were, kind of intimidated by me wanting more out of life than what they were accustomed to. If I pushed them to do great, either they would say yeah and not follow through or they felt like, what are you doing, Kristen? Like, you need to chill out. Like, you need to be just content with what you have, even though what I have is something that, you know, I I don't, I could do more. I know I could do more and it's, it's easily attainable to do more, but they just, I just, I felt like I had to live small in order to maintain these relationships that weren't really doing anything for me. And I was changing my existence and living at a level of existence, existence that was gentle, that wouldn't disturb their flow, right? Like if we were talking about like a puddle or a pond or like those pretty glass lakes, right? They're super smooth, very still water. 
I was trying, I was like, what is something that is very, um, I was literally <laughs> a fucking paddle boat in this lake and it's glass and it's not glass, but you know, it's super smooth and I'm a fucking paddle boat. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in a paddle boat, but that bitch makes a lot of splashing and water in the back end in order to propel, propel itself to wherever the destination that the driver wants it to be in. And I was trying to cross this lake without having to push the pedals. And so as a, as a paddle boat, its function, its functionality is to propel and push and make all the splash and splatter in order for it to move. And I was being, I felt like I couldn't do what I was meant to do in these relationships to maintain the peace of the pond, if that makes sense. I, I know I went from lake to, to, from puddle to lake to pond, but you know what I mean? Piece of the pond makes more sense. It's a nice alliteration or thrown in there. But does that make sense? Like for me to function at my full capacity, I have to push through. I need this. Like that is something that I know if anything about myself is that I need to be doing things. I need to be doing things that are big and maybe not always conventional for a 23 year old to be doing. I turned 23 on Wednesday, February 19th. So I'm super excited. I'm already calling myself a 23 year old because I'm basically 23 already. Um, but I, I feel like I'm doing things that may be a little bit like, how the hell is she doing that at 23? I feel like my mindset is not the same as my peers, the majority of them. I'm sure there are other people that are doing exactly what I'm doing. But you know what I'm also struggling with? Me living this gentle life to not disturb other people that aren't living to the frequency that I need to live in order to feel satiated and satisfied with my life is preventing me from meeting those people that are on my level and of my age or in my industry that are doing YouTube, that are doing the fucking thing. And that is keeping me, I, I, I need to be in the fucking ocean. You know what I mean? Like I want to fight. Like I want to do the damn thing. It's, it's so crazy how I've lived this long without really recognizing why I've been feeling so off. And it's because I've been living gently. I've been living to not disturb the peace, the flow, the existence of people that don't want to confront the way that they are living their life. They don't want to think that there are, are any options outside of what they've chose, what they've chosen to do with their existence. And uh, I'm fucking over it. I feel like I've been living this lie and I've been suppressing myself saying like, yeah, if I just did this and we stayed and, and we kept the peace, then like, it'll be great. 
little did I know that I probably shouldn't even be living in rural Louisiana because even though I say I live in New Orleans, I live like an hour 30 away from New Orleans. I basically live in the fucking woods. And I don't know if you guys saw me like on my Instagram story, literally in January, whenever I moved back from where I was living that was a lot closer to the city, maybe like 30 minutes away from the city, to now an hour and 30 minutes out away from the city so I can be closer to where I work. I I hate it. Like, this is such a low vibe area, and like, I really miss living where I used to live. But now I'm recognizing that I'm not even supposed to be in Louisiana, and I am so thoroughly excited to just do it might appease my heart rather than sticking with something that I know that is predictable that I completely understand is not the right fit for me. I rather go out on a limb and see if this works for me. And I don't know why I'm getting so emotional, but it's probably because I'm right for me. And in my opinion, I am so saddened by how many people are still in this state and I'm also kind of pissed off that it took me so long to recognize that I've been doing this because if it wasn't the case I would have left oh as soon as I graduated and I wouldn't even considered staying here in the first place I was literally with my ex-boyfriend thinking that I was going to make that work even though he was not intellectually available i don't like i know that's like probably not a thing but like we i couldn't have a deep conversation about him he fronted to be business oriented both of my exes fronted to be business oriented but we're all talk and no walk and i just i didn't I didn't know. I didn't know. It's it's the fucking rose color lenses bullshit that everybody says. And now I've been awakened. <laughs> I guess you can say that I have literally been living such a low vibe life, right? And the reason why this whole living gently kind of came about to me is because in the last three days, today and on Friday, I saw two hearse um, escorts. And uh, whenever I see a hearse escort, I'm just, I, I always like kind of freeze up because I'm aware like there's a dead body. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, because like in that, in that um, casket, I almost said sarcophagus. In that casket is somebody's vessel for fulfilling their hopes and dreams of their mind, of their soul and their spirit that's been instilled in them. And, you know, their vessel has expired and their soul has gone to wherever souls go when you, when your, your vessel expires. And I, I know that that's going to happen. You can't escape that. Like... Out of all the things that are true and certain in life, it is that we will expire. And everything else, you will never know until you do. And I just, I'm terrified that, of complacency, of not fulfilling what my heart aligns with. Because there's going to be, and living gently for people that 
probably don't give a fuck about what I'm going to do will prevent myself from living the way I want to live at my frequency that would give me the most fulfillment. It's going to shorten that amount of time that I get to experience that because I don't know when I'll expire. I don't know. And so that pressure of knowing that your time is limited. I know I I always talk about this, but like, honestly, that fucking motivates the fuck out of me. Like that stuff, I am just so attuned to that and that I am truly limitless. I, I really do believe I'm here to bring about certain concepts and ideas to uplift our like current society or whatever it is, society, our population, the collective. I, I I really do believe I wouldn't be so pressed to do this if that wasn't the case. Cause some people don't feel that pressure because they're just, they don't align with that and they're there to do something else. But for me personally, and I, I probably, this probably really isn't relatable, but for me personally, there is a burn. There is a fire inside of me that literally wants to do the craziest shit and I know I can do it which is also just as terrifying because I know the process between wanting it and getting it is going to be hard as fuck and it's going to be unconventional and it's going to be weird but like it's going to be worth it and I think I've had too much time to think about it I feel like maybe I overthink it because when you see people that do great stuff sometimes they just do it and I've always had a hard time just doing it because of that fear of agitating the existence of others around me who really wouldn't could care less so please I urge you to stop living your life so gently and I think the best way that I've gone about it is to rip the band-aid off after thinking about what may lie underneath the band-aid thoroughly. So I have assessed my risks. I have understood what might happen, the worst case scenarios, and I've accepted them because I would rather experience the worst case scenarios than feel miserable every day and cry every day on my way to work. You know what I mean? Like I rather the opposite. The worst case scenario usually doesn't fucking happen. That's why it's the worst case scenario. And it's so funny that we always go towards the worst case scenario because between the best case scenario, the best case scenario in your head usually isn't even the best case because your brain can't even comprehend what the absolute best case might be because you, you, you doubt that. You doubt the best case scenario. So you usually find something in between the absolute best case scenario and the worst and you disregard what might be in between because if you only focused on the worst case scenario and your brain's conception of the best case scenario it think about that like literally it's like a, a bell curve like you're in the center and then like you know the the last little part at the end you have a whole other half that is better than what your brain can comprehend that you're disregarding. So you're only going to live in that lesser half 
or comprehend the lesser half of what could happen in that scenario if you were to actually do what you need to do in order to feel satisfied on this planet. And uh, because of that, we psych ourselves out. And so, yes, I understand the worst case scenario. We all know the fucking worst case scenario that could possibly happen. We're going to struggle and it's going to be hard. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Like, let it let it happen. I'll figure it out. Like, Jesus, like, it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. And if it's not good and it's not fine, I guess that's just supposed to be part of my script. I'm not going to go into this dumb and blind and stupid. Like I said, think about what's going to lie underneath that band-aid once you rip it off. But once you've made the decision that it's much more comfortable to let that fucking wound bleed and breathe, to let it heal properly, you have to do it. You have to do it. I'm going to just, just, just fucking do it. And I'm at that point where I'm just ready to do it. Um, but yeah, before you make the decisions, think critically, please think critically. I don't recommend you acting ridiculously and, um, sporadically think critically about what you're about to do, but please follow through and do it for sure. After you realize that it aligns with what you want. Yeah. Don't live gently. Don't live for other people's comfort. I love you. You have a great day. I hope this podcast really said something. I just really wanted to get that off my chest. I'll probably make a YouTube video about it. So if that's something that you want to see, let me know at Cup of Kelfie on Instagram. That's the handle, Cup of Kelfie. If you want to talk to me on Twitter, it is Kristen Kelfie, K-R-I-S-T-E-N. C-A-L-F as in Frank E-E. Please tweet me. I love seeing you guys on Twitter. Talk to me. I love y'all. Um, and you can look at my YouTube channel. Check it out. Watch some videos. That makes me money. So whatever comes my way through your support is extremely appreciated. This is what I want to do full time. I want to help y'all process shit so that you don't have to live beneath what you are meant to live at. You know what I mean? Like your vibe, your vibe, your frequency, your purpose depends on you. It depends on your action to fulfill that itch. I say it all the time whenever people say like, I want to lose weight but I don't know how, and I keep giving up. And I was like, well, there's a reason why you keep trying. So just fully sit in that. There's a reason why you're trying, because you know in your heart that you're not supposed to be existing at that frequency. So if you just sit in that and experience how that feels to be so disappointed every time you're not able to fulfill that itch, maybe next time, whenever you're about to make that mistake and you start living more consciously, you'll think twice because your, your body craves whatever it is that gives you fulfillment, whatever that may be. It might be your dream job is a nine to five at like this amazing company that you've always looked up to. You always wanted to work with them. And that's not the same dream job as me, which is to work for myself and to make awesome content and to be a digital creator and speak and hold events and classes and own a gym and have a whatever what I have so many aspirations that are completely and fully attainable 
but that's what I was put on the planet for. And so I really hope that you guys sit within yourself and understand what level of life that you're supposed to be living and think about if you're living beneath it and you're living gently to appease people around you. And that's all I have to say. You guys have a wonderful Monday. I will see you guys in the next podcast, a new podcast every single week. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.